Shut up and sit down. They say you have less than 10 seconds to make a good first impression or else the relationship with that person could be irreparably damaged for the life of that relationship. And I always struggle with how to start a podcast because do you do it like a broadcaster signing on to the six o'clock news or, you know, do you do something outlandish? And I thought maybe we'll start the show with a little fact if I remember to do it, um, you know, nice little intro to the to the show and a nice little attention grab to to keep your ears pricked immediately. I don't know, just speaking out loud and we're talking about, you know, how we're going to improve the show and keep evolving the show and so on and so forth. Um, I want to thank you guys straight off the bat for tuning into the last couple episodes because they've done pretty well and. We've taken a different approach whereby we've effectively just spoken about one subject rather than, you know, what's been going on in the news and taking the headlines and the recap. Um, And I like that. And we're going to do more of that. And, you know, we're going to mix in some other things. I'm playing around now with the idea of potentially launching a couple of other shows. I don't know how in the world I'll fit them in my schedule, but I'm really interested because one of the things that is is kind of becoming ever more prominent in my thinking is that I don't do enough things that I really, really love and used to love when I was younger. And I want to get back to some of those things. Um, Again, I mentioned some of those bits on, on the last show, but they've led me down this path of thinking about maybe just producing more shows, which led me to a bigger thought of hosting podcasts and my brain just ran away with me. So, you know, starting small, I think, I think there's room to play in other genres and I might give that a whirl. So we'll see how it goes. But in the meantime, you can get this show at Twitter. Um, you can follow all the feed from Twitter um, at Quiet Part Loud. You can download the show on Spotify, um, on iTunes, of course, and SoundCloud where we host it. Um, but thanks for tuning in, guys. Today I'm going to – I was thinking about it. I'm like – I was talking to somebody, I think somebody at work, and – they're like, do you remember that guy, like referencing somebody that used to work with, uh, work at our place? And I didn't, and and it just kind of got me, you know, it's like a little nugget, of th- nugget like that gets you thinking about about something, and I started thinking about whatever happened to, you know, because that's what he said. He said, whatever happened to that guy that used to work here? Like I don't remember him leaving, and I was like, I I don't know whatever happened to that guy. I, I don't know what happened to that guy. I don't, I didn't know him when he was here, but it got me thinking like whatever happened to, right? Like you think about like whatever happened to Hillary from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, right? Or, or Ashley from Fresh Prince, right? Or, or what, whatever happened to those guys that sang I'm too sexy, right? Or, you know, just random shit. Like whatever happened to that guy or whatever happened to that person or whatever happened to that group or you know, whatever happened to Antoine Jane, uh, Antoine Walker, right? Uh, that's an ex-NBA player. Um, whatever happened to that person from high school? Oh, you know, and then you usually find out, oh, well, they do, you know, in the case of Hillary from Fresh Prince, I think she's like a, a community worker now, like a, like a social activist now. 
and I think Ashley's kind of a singer or something like that. Um, Antoine Walker, I think, went bankrupt and is doing some random shit now. Uh, but one of the things that this led me to think about was what about things we hear in the news that are, I guess, noteworthy, to say the least, events that just seem to disappear? Because there's a number of these, right? They're, they're, they're breaking news, they're, they're headline news for two days, and then they're gone. And I was worried that the Epstein, the Jeffrey Epstein story was going to be similar to this. But God, God loves social media for, for their conspiracy theories and their hashtags, right? Epstein did not kill himself. Epstein did not commit suicide. Like, it's just been going mental. And I've been watching the fact that now there's three investigations going on in regards to the Epstein incident, the murder of Jeffrey Epstein, as we should more accurately call it. But I'm glad that didn't go away. But too many times in the past, things just fizzle out and disappear. Like there was a massive white supremacist movement in America, right? Like these, these guys came out from nowhere and demonstrated with the tiki torches. And it was all very um, photogenic, let's say. And then it's just gone. You didn't hear about the waves of individuals getting fired after they were identified because they didn't wear masks even. But that white supremacy talk kind of fizzled into the, into the background. And just things, I guess the point of this is that things don't stick anymore. Things are becoming a lot more slippery. And in the case of Donald Trump, this is another one. Right? I mean, he's got a couple on him. A couple of whatever happened to's. The, the, sexual, um, the sexual harassment or the sexual assault allegations by this group of 8 or 12 women. What happened to those? Because he's a creep. But I thought there was some sort of an investigation going on about this. And yet it seems to have just evaporated in, into thin air and I just can't for the life of me think that these women all of a sudden collectively just turned around and said ah you know what fuck it let's go home let's not pursue this anymore we got to get back for the kids so I'm, I just wonder what whatever happened to those things whatever happened to those 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 accusers whatever happened to the story around those sexual harassment and misconduct allegations. What happened to those? They just seem to go. Another thing that's just gone from the kind of Trumposphere, because you can't keep, I think this is maybe one of the genius things that Trump does, is that he moves so swiftly from one piece of chaos to another, is that nothing ever gets a chance to really stick to him? Because he's just like, zoom, 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 zoom. And nothing actually gets a chance to settle. It's all just being blown off by the velocity at which he's moving forward from one crazy thing to the next. Whereas other people don't move at that trajectory. They're not, they're not riddled with chaos in their life that they perpetuate and create, right? 
So the other thing that's just seemed to gone has has gone away is the kids in the cages. Now, I'm not saying that the kids aren't still in the cages. This is more of an expose about how the media can't be fucking bothered to stick to a story because they've got to keep fighting for ratings and you can't reprint the same story over and over and over again with slight updates because that doesn't get any traction. That doesn't keep the people clicking. That doesn't keep the ad impression serving and that doesn't keep the money taking over. So you got to keep moving with what's new, what's exciting, what's, you know, what's salacious. You can't spend time on this old shit. But if you if you don't remember, it was only a few months back that the Congress people were visiting these kids in these detention centers. And now you barely hear a whisper about it. Now, I'm presuming that this problem hasn't just stopped. And I know a lot of work was being done by the Mexican government with their army to stop the flow of migration, illegal migration across the U.S. border, but it has not been 100% successful. And even if it is, these camps were overrun as they were before the Mexican government kind of stepped in on their side of the border. So what's happened? What happened to them? What happened to the kids? What happened to the parents? What happened to the ongoing migrant crisis that perpetuated this story that a wall was needed? And I'm not against the wall. I'm against the way Donald Trump does the wall. All right. So I just wonder, I just wonder what happened to them? What happened to the story? Are those kids still sitting there starving in their own piss and shit and vomit, not bathing, not getting asked to clean water. What's happened to them? So there's a few of them around Trump and there'll be more to come because he's not gonna get impeached because the Senate trial will never happen uh, the way it should because the Republicans own the Senate. It's also not a good idea kind of pivoting a little bit because when it goes to a Senate trial, there's a couple of senators that are in the lead in the Democratic race for the presidential nomination to go against Trump next year. So as a political move, it's not the smartest thing because it can be seen as, I don't want to say a witch hunt because that's terrible terminology, but it can seem biased on how they're going to rule, but it's not going to matter. It's just going to take them off the campaign trail because they're going to be they're going to have to be in the Senate to do the trial when the House impeaches Donald Trump, which will definitely happen. And that's going to take away main candidates from the Democratic primary race, which may you know, allow for others to make some ground up. But ultimately, does it give you the best chance of beating Donald Trump? Because the only thing that's going to get him out of office in the next, in the next what is it, 18 months, 12 months? is an election win by the Democrats. If the Democrats don't win, he's in for another four years, and he very well may be in for another four years, irregardless of what happens in the impeachment trial. Let's get that straight right up front. And I know we've pivoted a little bit about what happened too, but you could also pivot this back to uh, 
what happened to the Democrats' sense of political uh, acumen. Because politically, this is not a good thing, but you like it from a moral standpoint because it has to be done because the offenses are egregious and he has to be held account. So they are putting the Constitution of America and the people of America before political aspirations, it would seem, and that's a good thing. So that should, as a consequence, swing independent voters, swing some of those kind of on-the-fence guys purple state type of voters towards the Democrats. But what is actually being shown is that they're sick of the process because people are impatient. People think that if one thing is happening, nothing else is happening, which is not true. But they get caught up in this thing. Well, if they're sitting there impatient them, they can't be taking care of the infrastructure. And if they're out there making this fake news witch hunt against our president, they're not doing anything for healthcare, and I need my medicine. So they they think of it in a more binary way, when that's not the way it should be thought of. But I've pivoted a little bit, and I want to come back to what happened too. But what happened to those little kids, huh? Aren't they still presumably there, struggling and starving? Isn't it the news's responsibility to stay up on these things? Another thing that I always kind of say what happened to is what happened to the fact that Caitlyn Jenner killed a woman by driving into the back of her vehicle and pushing her into oncoming traffic because she was talking on her cell phone and she was distracted. What happened to her being held accountable for that? How come we're okay with watching her on this stupid fucking television show in the jungle? Talking, I mean, she's got a deeper voice than I do, for Christ's sakes. All she's basically done is had her face shaved down and had a set of titties put in. It's, it's ridiculous. But whatever happened to the fact that she didn't get held accountable? Whatever happened to that poor woman's family? Whatever happened to the fact that people used to be held accountable or normal people are held accountable? But whatever happened to that? Did that just get washed under the rug because she's the most inspirational female of the year? Even though she's not? even though probably check for mental illness. Just saying. <laughs> um, but that happened and nobody talks about it. It got reported for about three days. And yet this person walks around like a hero. Making comments on anything that they like and are considered an authority by the transgender community. Get out of here. All right? Caitlyn Jenner, transgender, right? Is against gay marriage. Swallow that one for me, please. Swallow that one for half a second. A transgender woman is against gay marriage. You know? Hypocrisy. 
But whatever happened to that story? Because that just went away. Maybe it got paid off. Maybe it got swept under the rug in a civil uh, settlement. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just asking. But another thing that I always ask what happened to. In fact, there's a few more things that I ask what happened to. One of the things is what happened to the Parkland students and their activism against gun control? Because they were everywhere after Parkland. And for the next six to 12 months, they were everywhere, holding demonstrations that were attended by thousands and so on and so forth. Where are those kids? Because I think I follow them on Twitter and I never see them. But I also used to see them on television all the time because they were, they were gun control activists. And the shootings have continued, but their activism seems to be getting no coverage anymore. And I don't know why. And I wonder what happened to them. Or more importantly, maybe this whole entire episode is what happened to the media. Because they're the ones that don't cover these things anymore. And maybe some of them have more weight than others and, you know, command more time than others. But certainly all of these things deserve conclusions or answers or updates. And I feel like we don't get anything from them. So those Parkland shooters, the girl with the shaved head and the, and the kid who was, you know, seemed indignant against any sort of authority figure. You know, these kids were making some waves, it seemed. And then kind of like Kaiser Soze, just like that. They were gone. And I just wonder what happened to them. And speaking of school shootings and the gun problem in America, one of the other things that I always ask myself about, and I say always, not like I'm going around, hmm, I wonder what happened to this. I wonder, like, you know, I have, a, I have, I have thought tracks <laughs> and some of them take me down this. If I'm daydreaming, maybe this is what I'm daydreaming about when I'm drinking my coffee in the morning. I don't know. But one of the other things that seems to be well worth asking what happened to is the case of the Las Vegas mass shooter. Whatever happened to that story? Because that's a guy who carried out the worst mass shooting, I think, ever. Right? He killed, what, 55 people? I think he injured 300 he was stockpiling weapons in his hotel room in a busy Vegas casino hotel for a week or something like that. He'd been stacking up arms for years. And systematically planned an attack that saw him mow down innocent people in a Vegas concert, outdoor concert, and then nothing. We find out a little bit about his family after, you know, a week or so. His dad's, a, I think his dad was a psycho. His, I think his brother was a bit of a pedo or something like that. Pretty fucked up family by the sounds of it. That at first was made out to be quite normal. And I think the, the wife or the girlfriend, she was a bit fucked up too. I can't remember all the details around it because they're so sparse. And they went away so quickly that you kind of forget about it. 
because our news cycle pumps us and our social media cycles pump us with so much bullshit information that the things that should actually stick oftentimes more likely than not do, don't stick at all. And it's a weird one for me that because how can this mass murderer who methodically carried and planned and carried this out not be the subject of every goddamn documentary filmmaker in the world? You know, there's, there's how many true crime podcasts on iTunes? There's how many crime documentaries on Netflix and Amazon Prime and every other goddamn TV station. But this story here of this shooter, this man who, for all attempts and purposes, wasn't detected at all until it was too late and he was mowing people down. Whatever happened to that? It just makes me wonder. And nobody seems to give a shit. That's the thing. Because nobody's got time to inquire or investigate or give any fucks whatsoever about something outside of their bubble. And that's why we can be fed shit. Spoon-fed garbage and dog shit all day. And we don't question it. We don't. 99% of people out there don't question whether the side that's feeding them the bullshit is actually feeding them bullshit or not. They don't question what's being fed to them. They just eat it, smile, and swallow. That's it. Nobody does any critical thinking anymore. At least it would appear not. Or maybe we'd be trying to hold these people to account and asking the questions, what happened to this motherfucker that shot up a concert full of people and killed a bunch of them? What happened? You know? It was only because in the case of Jeffrey Epstein, it was so goddamn blatant that people were like, nah, 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 nah. Not having this one. You may have got us with all the other shit, but you're not getting us with this one. This motherfucker did not kill himself. We're not having it. You're telling me the cameras were off? You're telling me he was on suicide watch and he wasn't being guarded at all? Get the fuck out of here. You're telling me his sheets and bed sheets and clothing are designed specifically not to tangle to be able to strangle yourself with? Yet he fucking broke a vertebrae or in his neck that you cannot do from hanging. It has to be something that's caused by a strangulation method by like, you know, the way the, the force is projected. Has to be done by another person or forcibly done. It can't be done in any situation in that prison cell as they described it. His brother's coming out and asking the question. Every comedian on social media, Joe Rogan, people like this, it's all over the place, right? Epstein didn't kill himself, all right? Even Lindsey Graham is saying, hey, what the hell is going on? Of course he's doing it because he's pointing towards Bill Clinton hoping to fuck the Democrats, but... For a minute there, we were worried. I was worried. A couple people I was talking to were saying, they're like, nobody's going nobody's gonna to mention this. This is a deep and dark motherfucking bad situation. This has got some top level people in it that do not want you to know what the hell he knew. And so I asked the question. Because I know there's multiple investigations going on. And I know the FBI are running this. And I know... 
I think somebody else is running it as well. Um, they've obviously got all his computers. They've obviously got all the evidence. They've obviously been through his residencies and things like that to pick it clean of, of every hard drive they can find. So I won't ask what happened to all the Epstein evidence. I will ask the question as to what was going on when it was collected and the the details about that cleanup operation because, you know, if somebody's on that cleanup crew and they spot this guy's name or this person's name, they may have to get rid of that. There could be some of that shit going on, especially if it's got Clintons involved. And now you can call me a conspiracy uh, theorist all you want, but the Clintons are a criminal organization, okay? <laughs> like, there's absolutely no doubt about it. It's like saying the Bushes are not a criminal organization. Of course they are. They're a political family that's been multi-generational, uh, had multi-generational success, okay? There are certain political dynasties. The Bushes are one, the Clintons are another. So, it's a deep and dark motherfuck, that one. But what I would say, in keeping with the theme of this show... And in keeping with the theme of what happened to, I want to know what happened to Jeffrey Epstein's motherfucking girlfriend. This Jill Zane or whatever her name is. She was seen in LA some time ago posting, uh, posing with a book about how to kill CIA officers or some shit like that. And that was supposed to be a warning or that was some supposed to be some sort of message. I.e. Jeffrey Epstein was a CIA officer that was killed because of the things he knew. Others say he was an Israeli plant, right? That was put in place to blackmail high-level individuals with things of a sexual nature so that they could own them politically for, you know, the rest of their lives in perpetuity. I don't know, but what we need to know, because there is an FBI, multiple FBI and uh, I think state DOJ uh, investigations going on into this, is they need to find her and bring her back. Whatever happened to whatever her name is, Jill Zane or Jislelm or whatever the fuck her name is, whatever happened to her, because she's there hand in hand the whole way. And she's sort of the key to the kingdom. And mark my words, if they do find her, she's probably going to get killed too. Because people who have these kind of secrets, they don't want them to get out. And they have the means to stop it from getting out. Point in case, Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> so I wonder what happened to her. Hiding out somewhere in Europe or Germany or something like that. You know, after Prince Andrew did his last will and testament on national television, basically admitting his guilt to the world, whoever his advisor should be, if this was back in the day, they'd be in the Tower of London right now. They should never have let him appear on television. They should never have let him answer his own questions. But I'm fucking glad they did. What a piece of shit this guy is. Talking about, 
I can't sweat because I had a medical condition, but now I don't, got it fixed, and now I'm sweaty again. So my doctor said I couldn't, so therefore I couldn't have. Therefore she's wrong, therefore it never happens. Look at me, I'm fucking prince. Get out of here. You stayed with a child rapist who you knew to be such because it was a convenient place to stay? Get the fuck out of here. Nobody's buying a goddamn word of anything he said. And guess who backs it up? Guess who is going to tell us what happened? The girlfriend, Jilzane, whatever her name is. So whatever happened to her? For me, it's fun to ask these questions, right? Because there's always that, oh shit, yeah, that's... That's the natural response, right? When you click on something, people's automatic reaction when you say, whatever happened to, and you follow it up with, if it's good, they'll be like, oh yeah, what the fuck ever happened with that? Like they can't believe that it was been dropped for two years, right? Or nobody's seen or heard from the person for 10 years or whatever. What, what, what the fuck? You're right. Whatever happened to that? But sometimes you can actually hold people to account and discover things out about the media, about politics, about society, you know, on a on a psychological, sociological, or anthropological level, right? Got that word, Daryl? You haven't fucking said it before? You can really figure things out when you ask questions about this because you can start to see the layers of the onion when you start to peel things back, like old stories that, you know, maybe just wilting away, ready to die and, and, and be blown away in the wind. All of a sudden, it's it, it captures a memory from a time, and you and you think, yeah, what the fuck happened with that? And maybe that will make you a little bit more aware when you see something being brushed off, right? And I'm not going to go on to a completely different uh, train of thought here, but one thing I wanted to mention was there's been something going on in the political um realm in america with, with all these democratic debates and one guy that i particularly think is, is is quite good for the country and good for the election cycle and good for you know this process that they go through over there is andrew yang and you i've i've talked about andrew yang on the show before i've talked about tulsi gabbard on the show before i've talked about pete Buttigieg on the on the show before Less so with Pete Buttigieg because he's starting to get some national attention. The media has turned their opinions around on Pete Buttigieg now to, to, to say, you know what, maybe this guy is a viable candidate. Because let's be honest, it's the media that decides because how much coverage they give you will have a, um, will have a correlation and an effect on how you poll and how you're viewed because it will give you more TV time, more attention, etc. More exposure. But they are purposely, and this is left-wing media outlets who are for the Democratic Party, silencing Democratic candidates. Now, we saw this in 2016 when they wanted Hillary to be the nominee, so they silenced out Bernie Sanders. This is happening now with Andrew Yang and Tulsi Gabbard. They've, they've called Tulsi Gabbard a Russian agent, uh, like a Russian plant. That she's there to disrupt American politics. Hillary Clinton, in fact, has said this herself. And Andrew Yang, although polling fifth in the national polls, I believe, 
is not even being given airtime by networks such as MSNBC. And so hopefully when we have a conversation or you listen to a show like this that says, whatever happened to, you'll, you'll be able to understand that sometimes when you ask what happened to, fill in the blanks, you can draw it back to a very, very simple a very, very simple answer, a very, very simple conclusion. Oh, the media fucked them or politics fucked them or what, you know, you can draw your own conclusions. But right now, from a media perspective, it's happening with Andrew Yang and it's pretty gross to watch because it's so blatant. And I love the fact that he's been tuned into it and is now saying something about it and it's getting more and more attention because he's got a lot of good things to say. And he's got a good, a lot of good ideas to put forward and people need to listen. And anybody in America that thinks Joe Biden is good for America, either in a battle with Donald Trump for the presidency or for the presidency going forward, if he were to be successful enough to win, are out of their fucking minds. Is he a centrist? Yes. Is that what you need to win and pull the sides together, get independence on board, etc.? Yes. Is he the person to do it? Absolutely not. He's going senile. He can barely remember where he is half the time. It's just, it's not a good thing, man. He's older than Donald Trump. He could potentially die in office. Imagine he picks some fucked up vice president. You know, who knows where we are, you know, if that ends up transpiring. But I think Americans need to get their heads screwed on straight. They need to get with the candidates that have their future in mind or at least appear to more than the others. And I would say out of a lot of them, that's going to be people like Andrew Yang. Pete Buttigieg and Tulsi Gabbard. This is not Elizabeth Warren who wants to change everything into a compliancy dictatorship type of socialist structure, right? I know I threw a lot of fucking words out there, but basically she wants to control what you do, what you say, what you eat, what you, you know, who you can buy your health. You won't be able to buy your health care. Um, you know, she wants to just tax corporations. And I'm not saying a lot of these things are bad things, but she's very much a compliancy person. Right. She's not willing to have the debates. I don't think I, I don't think she's willing to look at the grand scope of um, her ideas and see some of the issues with her progressive nature on things. Uh, Joe Biden, again, is going to die any minute. Uh, Bernie Sanders, I think, is the purest politician up there in terms of one that's doing it for the right reasons and has a history and a uh, CV that proves it. But again, he's too fucking old. He's already had one heart attack. What's he going to be like if he gets into an argument with Putin? You know what I mean? Like, I think it's time for somebody a bit younger, a bit more uh, charismatic, a bit more energetic, with a bit more of a lifespan. Kamala Harris is dead in the water. She's fucking useless anyways. I'm glad that her trajectory has gone down the toilet. She was horrible. Anybody that couldn't see her for what she was, which is just some horrible fucking dictator, crime and punishment type of... You know, she even called herself the prosecutor in chief. Anyways, I'm going on a rant about the Democratic candidates, and I don't mean to do that. Uh, all I'm saying is, hopefully, when we have a conversation like this, where we ask a question, whatever happened to, you can draw it back to say, oh, yeah, I remember. Whatever happened to Andrew Yang? He was a great presidential candidate. Oh, yeah, he got completely fucked by the media. That's another reason why I shouldn't trust him. Or all those negative ads I saw on social media 
that perpetuated false stories against him and Mark Zuckerberg and the likes didn't do anything about it because apparently they're not, you know, they don't they don't want to do anything about political ads because they need to say that, you know, audiences need to see what the political candidates are saying about each other, even if they're fucking lies, which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. You'll be able to look back and say, oh, yeah, social media fucked them. Zuckerberg fucked them. That's why I shouldn't support these companies anymore. Maybe it creates a light bulb moment just by asking, I wonder what happened to. It's amazing what you can find when you scratch the surface a little bit or a memory gets triggered. But anyways, that's what I wanted to talk about today, guys, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it brought back some, uh, some, oh, yeah, what the fuck ever happened to that? And if it did, job done. Um, all right, so that's it. Uh, again, anybody that's only tuned in, if this is your first time listening to us, guys, thanks for thanks for joining us. Um, you can, as I said before, get us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. I think you can also get us on Podchaser uh, and uh, Stitcher as well, I believe. I think wherever, you know, these guys siphon their RSS feeds from. Um you can get us all over the place. And if you want to communicate, get in touch. Um, I'm looking for people to do interviews with. I'm, I'm really interested in speaking to interesting people. Um, I've got some folks in mind that I've reached out to. We're working on them. It's coming up to Christmas time, so it's probably going to be in the new year now. Uh, but we're continuing to work on that. And uh, we're probably going to do one or two more shows, I think, probably before Christmas. And then we'll sign off until the new year. But... Uh, yeah, that's it for this week, guys. That's episode 116. I'm blessed to, you know, still be doing this and the fact that you guys are listening. I don't know why I say I'm blessed. I'm doing it for free. I do it because I love it. I am blessed to be able to do it. Um, I always find time to do it. And uh, as more and more of you guys continue to listen, maybe we'll grow this thing into something uh, that we can shout about. But uh, until next time, guys, I love you. And thanks for uh, thanks for supporting this show. So until next time, all the best. <laughs>